What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Recorded live. Hello. Hi, is this Katie? Uh, yes, I'm sorry. I was waiting for, I, I didn't know how many people were joining the call, so I was just waiting for somebody to say something. No, thank you for, for saying hello. Well, this is Kevin Davis from New Release Today. It's just you and me, and it's a okay. private conference call. Um, and I, I use this actually so I can be hands-free, and also that later I can go back and type up yeah. um, the conversation as a written devotional. So I don't know okay. if, how much James shared with you about what I do for the site. Uh, he said all. it would be in writing, and that's cool. Yes. And I was curious, did you hear about me from James, or was it because I, I had done a release through New Release Today last year? Uh, both, actually. So okay. I remembered, um, you know, God of Fireflies, and then I um, got the new release of Human for me uh, in conjunction oh. with it being for Christmas 
uh, with through Play MPE, and then great. Uh, okay. And then as I was looking for Christmas songs to feature original Christmas songs for my behind the song devotional series for the website, I okay. reached out to him and asked if he would be available to talk about it. So, yeah. Perfect. So by by way of introduction, I've been doing that for New Release Today for 10 years. Um, I've posted about um, 872 songs. I'm not saying how many. I'm, I should, I'm not saying about how many. I'm saying exactly how many. I've posted 872 <laughs> song devotionals over the last 10 wow. years uh, by speaking to artists like yourself and learning the songwriting story and personal that is messages. really cool. Uh, scripture, and then also takeaway message. So, yeah, I write up basically Bible studies around that. And, yeah, your song, Humor for Me, which, interestingly, I had sort of tagged it, like, you know, when you listen to a record and kind of go, oh, oh I like this song and this great. song and this song. I had yeah. originally tagged it as the song I liked. And to be honest, I hadn't really thought much about how Christmassy it really was. Uh-huh. And then when, yeah. when I went back and re-listened, I was like, yeah, this is perfect. So, yeah, so that, yeah, I kind of like that because it's sort of all seasons, but it does give a nod to like Silent Night and Christmas. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and along those lines, um, one of my favorite songs along like that was uh, "Welcome to Our World" by Chris Rice back in yes, the day. Yes, yes, exactly. Was, in fact, this did I do kind of like in the song to that or um, "Strange Way to Save the World." That's another yes, similar yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I have the lyrics up in front of me, and uh, um, basically my format is I really have three main questions that I I ask you and then go back and type up and uh, also do my own kind of Bible study around. But it's really your songwriting story and personal message. Um, Scripture, which here we don't need to dig into too much. I can kind of just come up with ones that are sort of either referenced or implied. And then really takeaway message um, and or life application. Uh, and then along those lines, both within the context uh, for Christmas and because this song is on your full album, you know, you can certainly also talk about kind of how it fits within the God of Fireflies record as well. Um, okay. But yeah, for starters, if you wouldn't mind sharing the songwriting story and uh, message of Human for Me, that would be awesome. Uh, well, um I have been writing songs, you know, since I was in sixth grade. But um, for some reason, I've never really wanted to write a Christmas song per se unless it said something different than Mm. what's already been said. And I think it's just part of that creative writing within me that thinks, you know, well, why should I write something that's been said a million times if I'm going to just say the same thing, you know, and I love Christmas music. Like I'm obsessed just like a lot of people every year with Christmas songs. For some reason I had never written one. And so I really just wanted to wait until something hit me that was profound. And so I wasn't even trying to write a Christmas song, but I guess, um, yeah, it, it hit me one day just how human Jesus had to have been or else, um, you know, King Herod would have jumped all over like a uh, childhood Jesus doing miracles and performing, mm. you know, God-like things in his neighborhood. Or, I mean, the other children would have noticed, other families would have noticed, and his ministry would have started long before it did uh, when he turned the water into wine. 
And even when he turned the water into wine, you know, the first thing Jesus said to Mary was, look, my time is not yet come. Like, why are you trying to have me start all this now? Like, why, why are you wanting me to do this miracle now? My time is not yet come. Because Jesus knew that, like, once I start this, the ball is rolling and this is it, you know? And so yeah. um, because of that, I was thinking, you know, if Jesus had uh, already known how to count and he had already known um, what the names of all the colors were and uh, he already knew the language, you know, because he's God, like he knows everything. And um, if he had already known um you know, even like how to, to hold uh, utensils properly or whatever, you know, they were using in the day. Well, that's kind of silly because maybe they used their hands and, and reclined and those kinds of cultural things. But um, sure. it's like people would have just picked up on that and the family would have been like, oh, my goodness, you know. But even his brothers and sisters didn't really believe when he was older. They're like, well, come on, you know, we grew up with you like you're you're normal. Why are you trying to be God right now? You know. Um, so I think the fact that he had to struggle in the same way, and I'm not saying that he didn't know everything, but I think that it was like God shielding or, or even Jesus shielding, you know, from himself, the knowledge of already knowing how to count, already knowing, um, certain education that other kids would have known um, besides, of course, spiritual things, and he was teaching in the temple. So the frustration of having to learn how to walk for the first mm-hmm. time, the frustration of, you know, I'm sure he fell down. I'm sure he skinned his knee at times. I'm sure he got, you know, frustrated trying to learn how to, to count and read and those things that other kids, you know, they don't know that yet, and so they're learning. It all kind of hit me that that's so interesting um, that Jesus had the patience, you know, he had to have the same kind of patience that we do growing up. And one of the lines in the song, you know, stood in every line, never altered time. Mm-hmm. Like he he couldn't just snap his fingers and get what he wanted at all times or move to the front of the line to get food or whatever it was he was waiting for. He had to be patient. And yeah, they he, he really did grow up in a harsh time when it came to climate and what was available to him. They didn't have air conditioning and heat and cars and all these amenities that we have. So he chose to grow up in a time that was just kind of hard to live in. And he didn't change the weather at at every moment. He didn't change, you know, his circumstances. He went through it all uh, or else people would have known that he was God way ahead of his time. Yeah, I think it's I think it's really cool. Uh, I love. Um, I'm obviously a student of lyrics, uh, doing these behind the song donations yeah. for ten years, and I I really feel like you're inviting people in, even just with the lyrics. But when you do listen to the song, I also feel like there is a a holy reverence to the song and to the record mm-hmm. that I feel also kind of captures, you know, that this is a this is um our savior you're singing about, you know, so it's, it's, it's taking the, the sacrifices that he made. uh, And you kind of take that from birth through um, in essence, crucifixion. Uh, And I feel like that is uh, a matching, you know, the, the music is and the tone is matching the, um, 
the reverence of the lyrics and uh, you know, kind of digging a little into those. Um, like you said, that kind of silent night reference in the chorus, um, the biblical reference regarding the water turning into sweet wine. Um, and then even, you know, a little bit, I could kind of round that out with um, the accounts of his, his brothers and sisters being like, wait a minute, we, this is the same guy we grew up with. What's going on here? Um, like, I think, I think kind of helping people think about that at Christmas is cool because oh, yeah. it, it, it takes you back to this idea that he didn't have to do any of that. Um, and he, like you said, withstood discomfort, chose to live and die in a harsher time, refused to make it easy. And I like all of that because I feel like all of us really complain way too much uh, about circumstances. <laughs> um, yeah, and I feel oh, like yeah. the song is a good reminder. And yeah, we live of, in the, the easiest time in human history. But, yeah, <laughs> I'm the same yeah. way, though. I'm I'm just as complaining, yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because I think we all kind of want conveniences, and yet, you know, wow, our Savior was quite inconvenienced. But is there any other particular scripture passage you'd want me to zero in on or any particular, um, you know, Bible story that uh, is important to you you'd want me to include in writing about this song? Oh, um, well, for one thing, I appreciate what you said about the reverence in that song coming through because, I, I like in a way that, um, you know, when unbelievers hear the song, they're not turned off really because they like the humanity aspect and the let's mm, talk about mm-hmm. historical context and all these practical things. But at the same time, I do want it to come through that this is my savior and he he's our savior. And, um, and there should be a reverence there, like even if you don't believe yet, you know, it's kind of like, for anybody to go through all of this stuff, um, whether you think he's the son of God or not, like it's pretty amazing and, you know, historically and it's to be reverenced. And um, I don't know. I, I just, I appreciate that you said that. Cause I like that that comes through that, um, that I, I stand in awe in yeah. holy reverence and I'm not just, sitting back as a scribe uh, and a historian going, hmm, let's see how, how uh, human Jesus really was, you know, because I feel sure. like there is, a, there is a good aspect to being a, a student of Jesus, but, you know, to be a worshiper is very different and to kind of marry the two. Um, scripture, I'm trying to think. Um, so um, I like usually the more melancholy scriptures than everybody else. <laughs> like um, sure. Ecclesiastes is like my favorite uh, book in the Bible, which is just probably ridiculous to anybody else. But um, I think because it does talk about such practical things and um, I am somebody who maybe does look at the deeper things in life, but sometimes struggles to always stay happy or stay satisfied. And like you said, like, I don't know. It's so easy to just complain about uh, a lot of things in life, not even realizing that, uh, you know, we live in the most fortunate time in history. Um, but so I, I like some books of the Bible that are very practical and speak to the real human experience. But um, it's it's kind of a cliche scripture, but um, Micah 6, 8, I actually write that. Mm-hmm 
a lot when I'm signing, you know, CDs or whatnot. I, I like to write um, the exact quote, even in strong doubt, Micah 6, 8. Because I feel like um, there there are times, you know, I, I love the Nicole Nordemans of the world. I love the yeah. uh, Chris Rice's of the world. I love, like, um, that's when I started listening to CCM. It was about that time with the real deep singer-songwriters. But they all struggled with doubt just as much as they embraced faith. And so Micah 6.8, you know, um, he has showed the O man what's good and what is required of thee, but to do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. I feel like that touches on, it kind of sums up everything right there because it's basically saying, look, even if you have all the doubts in the world or you're going through the hardest time in your life and you don't even know if you believe anymore, you don't feel God or you can't see him or you're not sure what's going on in life. This is what he requires of you. And it's to um, do justice. So basically, you know, look around and, and treat humanity around you and your family and your friends and yourself and every like treat them with justice, do what's right by them. And um, uh, to love mercy. So, you know, forgiving, people forgiving yourself which that's you know hard for a lot of us and me um but but looking through the eyes of mercy which is a very difficult thing to do sometimes and then walking humbly with thy god i feel like that's the hardest even though it seems like oh it's so easy but being humble for one thing is very hard but then walking humbly with god is even harder because a lot of times especially nowadays, we think that we know best, you know, like we get kind of angry at God easily this day and age, I feel like, because I don't know. um, Well, maybe that's kind of heretical to to just say that, that most people would struggle with. I know that that's something that I can struggle with, but I feel like God should do something about a situation when he's not doing it or that God should not do things that maybe I feel like he does or I feel like well that person's dreams should come true and you should make it happen or God you should be doing this in this part of the world over here that you know and um I think just trying to to walk humbly with God which which also includes you know our behaviors and how much we're surrendered to the Lord and all of those things it's kind of encompassed and so man, I just feel like it wraps up the whole human existence right there in three little requirements that are actually mm-hmm. pretty big um, challenges. I don't, th- I don't think it's cliche at all because it means something to you. So thank you for sharing. And then yeah. also, you might be surprised to learn, um, I have featured Ecclesiastes quite a bit over the years uh, okay. for my devotional series because I consider myself kind of emo. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. uh, tend tend to kind of look at the world in a similar way to how Solomon was at the end of his life, which is that it is, you know, uh, like chasing the wind that um, there's nothing new under the sun. Like, and actually here's the best part of that, that kind of uh, emo look at the world I find makes you more uh, taste the sweetness of God and, Mm -hmm. and, and that, that fellowship, that real relationship you can have with him ends up being your pursuit 
And then I find that can expand to human relationships because part of where we have, in my opinion, where we have um, human, um, because it goes with your song, Human for Me, uh, mm-hmm. where I think we, I think where we fall into the human trap of expecting to find happiness and contentment in this world, you actually have to then recognize, well, wait a minute. You know, Jesus didn't come here for happiness and contentment. Um, he came to serve, yeah. and he came to do God's will, and he came to sacrifice for others. And then by doing all those things, um, he showed us how to how to live for eternity, live for heaven, as opposed to living for this moment. And then I think it can change your definition of joy or happiness. So, so yeah, as I, you know, wow. um, I, I feel like that's also a perspective that maybe this song helps put on our hearts a little bit. Um, that that might be something we could be reflecting on in this upcoming Christmas season and praying and singing along with your song. So I don't know how you feel about any of that, but that's kind yeah. of the direction I'd like to go. I with. love it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. In fact, you know, um, Ecclesiastes seven is probably my favorite chapter in the whole Bible mm. because it just talks so much about um, kind of like everything in moderation, you know, it's like, do not be so wise that you drive yourself crazy and want to, you know, basically like what does it say like basically like you're wound so tight that you can't enjoy anything or you can't even see god you know but then on the other hand don't be foolish and live foolishly um i I love that the whole chapter is kind of talking about very practical things you know and the end of a thing is is better than its beginning and um you know and sadness the the heart is made better you know laughter is in the company of fools like when it, when you're just chasing after fun you know yeah um yeah the, that's excellent well i look forward to to uh coupling that type of a bible study around some of the uh biblical lyrics that are in your song uh and then you know having kind of the holy spirit inspire how to write how, write that out as a a sure. bible study which is one of my favorite things to do so in the context of the record, you know, because, again, I'd like people to know where they can go hear this song and also hear more of your songs. Yeah. Um, what would you like people to take away from God of Fireflies? And you don't have to make it a Christmas message, just in general, you know, in introducing more people to you and your ministry. Um, what, could I t- sure. what could I say about you and this record that um, you'd like me to share with people? Oh, goodness. Um, so the record has a variety of styles and flavors mm-hmm. to it. So um, maybe the continuity isn't like one particular type of a message, but some of the um, some of the examples, I guess, that are on the CD, um, like one of the songs, I, I, I think um, maybe half the songs are kind of creative songwriting and the other half are, are sort of just feel good, like, upbeat but the the ones that are um the the more creative and maybe more profound uh are usually like my minor key slow songs and um one one song is a true story uh about a woman from the US who visits Mother Teresa in Calcutta 
I read this in an article, and the woman is basically saying, oh, my goodness, you're so amazing. I could never be like you. Like, my life's so different. You know, I'm, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I have two kids, but I've always dreamed of, like, doing these amazing things that you're doing and, like, going on missions. And, and then Mother Teresa's reply back to her is really profound. And so that's a song that I feel like every mother should hear. Um, or pretty much anybody who thinks that they are living a life that's maybe not as significant as somebody like Mother Teresa mm. and what she's done. Um, I just think, you know, coming from the words of her own mouth, it's very profound. And then um, there's kind of a a, a creepy song <laughs> that's, um, man, my producer did an amazing job. It's a real dramatic song, uh, but it's kind of, it's about like how overwhelming the little teeny things in our life that we choose to let take over our lives every day. But yet we're like, at the end of the day, we're going, what did I do today? What did I actually get done? And we're, and we're so stressed out and we're so overwhelmed, but it's all of these little bitty things all day long that take up our whole day. And in this day and age, it's so easy to feel like, you know, you're searching for God and such, but at the end of the day, your life is like consumed by weeds. And you're like, I feel like I'm trying to like chop down all these vines and trees to get to God's doorstep, but like, I can't ever get to it. But, you know, we realize that um, this came from a sermon uh, where I think the quote was, you know, sometimes I feel like we're hacking down trees and vines, you know, trying to get to God's doorstep, but we turn around and realize that we've been in our own yard the whole time. Mm. And so it's like, oh, wow, yeah, okay. Like I, I'm i putting all those things in my yard, and maybe it's not God's vines and God's trees and God's weeds, but he's like putting all in our way to get to him. Maybe it's actually like um, social media and, um, you know, overworking or um, just saying yes to everything, always being a yes man and not like really being selective, things like that. So, um, yeah, there's there's a variety of messages on the album. Uh, I just wanted to give a couple of examples just to kind of throw out there. Um, yeah, maybe that's all that's I awesome. want to say. <laughs> uh, no, that's wonderful. Thank you for that. Because, you know, I have listened to the whole record and I do enjoy it. And uh want to tell people not just about, you know, this very creative and, and as we talked about reverend and biblical song, um, that also makes you think, which are my favorite kinds of songs. Um, and, and now you're now naturally you're intriguing me to talk with you more in the future about some more of your songs, uh, which is of course, which is of course part of, part of the, um, fun part of my ministry is it's, it's not actually even based on singles. Like in this case, you know, um, I kind of came across this song again because of playing MPE and wanting to do a, yeah. another uh, original Christmas song. But I write two of these a week, every week, every year. So oh, it gives me sort of creative license to say, well, this song's really speaking to me right now. Or, you know, you might have a track that you're really looking to get the word out about. And, you know, yeah. as we are connected, um, you know, one of my favorite things to do is introduce people 
to good music um, that maybe they don't know as much about. And uh, I do feel that way about what I've been hearing from you. And I only have your, your newest record. So if it, you think it may, would make sense to send me some tracks from your back catalog at some point, sure. I'd love to. Um, oh, yeah, some of I would that. love to. Yeah. Um, and one, so one was, interesting thing that I don't know if this would be like okay to mention or not, but as far as like uh, wanting people to know that something's out there, I have a CD called Lullaby Hymns, The Weary yeah. Soul. Mm-hmm. And it's really lullabies for adults. It's like, I feel like there's some times when you just want to put on easy listening music, but I thought, okay, well, I grew up with the hymns and my, my home church, all they do, all they do is hymns. And they're like, well, you need to make a hymns album because they think that that's like the only music that should exist. (laughs) So um, I was like, well, actually I love the hymns and I love this other CD that I had that was kind of like, um, Christmas lullabies for adults. It was like old yeah. English Christmas songs, and it, it was so cool. And it wasn't like for babies, really. It wasn't like tinkly harps and little things, you know. Um, but it was really for adults. And I thought, well, why not make an album like that, but with the hymns? And I feel like it's been really powerful in people's lives I, in ways I didn't even know because I kind of just did this for myself in my home church and. Of course, it is one of my professional albums, but it's become something where I get emails all the time saying, you know, my friend who's sick in the hospital, like, I feel like you changed her life today by me giving her the CD and she listens to it over and over and over and like, you know, it gives her peace in the hospital. Or, you know, I have this person who just went through a divorce and I gave them your album and they just listen to that over and over and over and over and it's like, an all-day devotional that they keep on and on repeat. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. I mean, that's kind of why I created it was to help people in really hard times just feel a sense of peace for a little bit when they're listening to it just in the background or whatever. Um, oh, but also awesome. people with, with babies have been like, you're the reason our yeah. child stays asleep all night or so. And I'm like, <laughs> what? You know, I'm like, um, that's amazing because I didn't even write it for children, you know. So um, all that to say, like, a lot of times around this time of the year, I will give a shout-out, like, as Christmas gifts or whatever. If you know somebody going through a hard yeah. time or Christmas is yeah. not their favorite season because it's mm. really hard for them, like, that would be actually a good gift, you know. So. Thank you for that. And it's, yeah. it's interesting timing because you brought up Nicole Nordeman. I brought up Chris Rice, and then you mentioned him again. And then just, oh, you yeah. know, I did – I did um, another one of these interviews not long before we, you and I started speaking, and that was actually with Sarah Groves, and it's about oh, yeah. her new her new hymns record, which actually drops this Friday. Um, oh, nice! And so we were just having kind of a conversation around that exactly, and she yeah. totally fits the category we've been talking about as far as makes you think yeah. and. For and sure. very soothing and all that. So, mm-hmm. so it sounds like we have a lot in common about all of that. So yeah, <laughs> I, I do so appreciate cool. <laughs> I do appreciate where you're coming from uh, with everything. So yeah, yeah, so if you ever do um, want me to know specifically about something you're doing, um, my email is easy to remember. It's Kevin Davis okay. at newreleasetoday.com. New sure, I think it's in that email that James forwarded to me. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. 
yeah, if you have something new coming out in the future mm-hmm. or you think there's another song from God of Fireflies, yeah. we should talk about. Um, I'm always open um, to any artist who just wants to share and do oh, what great. we're doing together right now. Um, sure. Uh, and that's kind of what my ministry is all about because I actually credit the biblical messages of Christian music for leading me to Christ. So that's why I've been oh, doing this for awesome. the last 10 years. And it was wow. specifically for me the first Jars of Clay record that actually was the one oh, um, nice. that yeah. spoke to me in a way emotionally. Uh, and I was in kind of a works-based faith, didn't, was not born again. Mm-hmm. Um, and those songs and those songs about Jesus sung in a poetic and creative way really yeah. made a difference uh, in my life. And then as I've been raising my family, I've got three daughters um, very much I like them to know about artists like you because uh, I feel like you're providing for them the kinds of words I want them to know, uh, both about themselves and about God oh, as well. Wow. So, yeah, so if you're ever I up in Pennsylvania, that, yeah. that's where I am. I'm in um, – I'm outside Oh, of gosh, here I thought you were so. like in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah, if you were ever up my way for some reason, um, it would be awesome. Yeah, you know, that that's funny. I, I was supposed to be uh, – was it – let's see – two months ago and it got canceled the anchor date got canceled and so we we were like okay we'll just reschedule the whole tour because the other dates were like coffee shops and stuff and it was you know it's such a long drive from nashville yeah, sure. <laughs> so i was like yeah. let's just uh move this around so yeah so maybe someday um for sure are you um more near like philly or on the other side yes near philly exactly oh great so. that's awesome okay yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And and we book artists at my church and things like that as well. So yeah, if you're ever kind of in the area and you're looking for a place for to come sure. in or whatever, heck you know, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were trying to get something near Philadelphia, and it's funny because I wasn't even supposed to be playing. The anchor date was actually on the other side of the state, but um, I have a friend that, well, I have an acquaintance that had come to a show a long time ago. And he's in radio in Philly, and he keeps asking me all the time, when are you coming to Philadelphia? When are you coming to Philly? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, like, because I don't know contacts up there, really. I don't – I haven't played in many places up there. So, anyway, um, that's really good to know that there's a church that books artists that that could be a potential. So, thank you. Yeah, and not only that, I've done, like, six house shows as well. So. Oh, very um, cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I writing, writing for the largest Christian music website, as you can imagine, you know, my my kind of impact in this industry has also cool. been uh, a way to give back to artists um, as That's well. That's really so, great. Well, I really yeah. appreciate it. Like, I was excited, you know, when I read the email, the other artists that you were interviewing, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, look at me in the middle of all these other artists that are, like, well-known. I'm like, how did he – I guess he knew my name from – new release today or from James. And so I just appreciate you including me in this devotional. And uh, uh, No, you're yeah. welcome. And, it, and it's been great to get to know you this way. Yeah. And yes, um, you, us just getting your record on our website um, is have to have to start for me. And then cool. it's kind of like, okay, then as God kind of speaks to me over the years and says, 
And well, this song is one you could write about. And <laughs> and actually, yeah. really, your song kind of surfaced, and I'm like, yeah, I'd like to know about that song. I'm really intrigued uh, so great. For, yeah. for what I do for the website. So, yeah, so a divine appointment, as you would say, um, yeah, for, for, us sure. to, for us to chat today. So, well, thank you. It's been great getting to know yeah. you. I will get this up in December, as you know, um, basically cool. – in the in another couple of weeks around Thanksgiving, I'll switch over from mm-hmm. the other songs I've been doing to Christmas devotionals, and yours yes. will be one of them. And I well, will look thank you. Ha, will I know? Will I know when it's getting um, published up there? Or yes, for sure. So what okay. I'll do? I mean, right now I only know how to reach you through James. So, uh, uh-huh. but if you want oh. me to be able to tell you directly, yeah, um, I can shoot you an email. Sure. That um, would, you have that my number I'll, here, but yeah. Uh, I don't actually. Well, you're calling into the private oh, you're conference right. caller, so I have no idea. <laughs> That's um, right. Okay. Well, I'll just send you my info um, so that you can get in touch with me however way. And by the yeah. way, I meant to mention um, if you are like on the article, if they want to know where can I listen to more of that album, yeah. um, com slash fireflies. Yeah. Um, that is the entire album. You can listen to every single song on it in its entirety and decide, you know, which songs you might want to download, specific songs, okay. or if you want the whole album, if you, you know. Um, and it has the lyrics to everything, and it also has my testimony on the website, my bio, all that stuff. So that would be the best place rather than iTunes or any of that, those places. So a lot more For sure. I- Oh, no, I want to point people to where they can best support you as well. Like I actually just yeah. um, pulled up your Reverb Nation page as well, which kind of mm-hmm. also helps point people through to you. And I do see you have a video for Human for Me, so we'll we'll embed True. that um, in the. Oh, cool! The yeah, that's well. great. Great. So that's okay. Cool. Yes. And so, uh, and I guess like obviously you guys have my name spelled correctly and all that. So it is just that katiekennard.com and then slash fireflies it's not okay. god of fireflies because that leads you just to that one song on the album so gotcha. anyway just to make that clear all right very cool yeah for sure i will absolutely do that and uh yeah thank you uh, very nice getting to meet you and you too. Uh, look forward you. to continuing the conversation down the line about all right another sounds another good time. and i'll send you my contact information probably a little bit later today um after i get out of a meeting in a little bit. So. Okay. That sounds great. wonderful. Well, great to meet you. And uh, until we talk again, all the best and God bless. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Right, uh-huh, bye-bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.